1: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: Round five team list, here we are, everyone. Welcome to General Fantasy Analysis. We're gonna be going through the Knights and the Eagles to start us off and not too many changes here apart from the big one here with Salatau, Kula, who gets the number one spot for Tommy Travovic who is out for four to six weeks. So we see uh, Christian uh, Tuopolotu. Give that a go. Let me know what you guys are. Let me get know what this pronunciation for that one is. Uh, moves into the centres. We're not sure what's happening with Parker. He is on the in the reserve, so potentially maybe a late in if he recovers from uh, COVID well. Uh, so that's that. I suppose he becomes a bit of a buyer cooler, doesn't he? At 220k. After a decent score, he's his break-evens back to a normal range, so he'll actually make some cash this week with anything over a 1520. So he becomes an option. Uh, up against the Knights, how they're gonna go, I think it'll be a pretty even contest. So we'll speak about him in further detail in other videos, but he uh, definitely should be on people's radars, that center wing fullback cover as well. So yeah, definitely a good option there. On the rest of the night side, we've got, you know, Curdy Mann, who's still a good option. Randall's been great. Brody Jones get his gets his spot. Frizzell's named even, you know, with that coming off early with the, the hamstring tightness. So I imagine he, you know, seems like he's probably fine, which is good for anyone who owns him. And, you know, Clifford's in there, and he, he needs a bit of a bounce back game fantasy-wise, or he's probably on the chopping block this week. Pong, if you own him, I think it's going to take him a few weeks to get back to normal. So whether he's a trade or not, I'm not exactly sure. You know, it's whatever... Whatever you think's best. If you don't have any wing fullbacks, you know, in terms of any cover, then probably worth a hold. But against Manly, he could struggle a little bit as well if they if they just, you know, try to nullify him a bit. But DCE, awesome option. Davey's going to make a bit more cash for the foreseeable future. We don't have you know any talk on where Schuster is yet, so I suppose you get a little bit more a uh, little bit more time for him to make some cash in a pretty big minute role. But I uh, will see how that pans out. If you're looking at the bench for the Knights there, you've got Mamacia still there, so he probably takes you know 15 to 20 minutes off Brody this week. I'd suggest Brody gets a few more minutes than 52, though, and potentially a better score. He is going to be up against Oluquatu, though, so it could be you know, a tough assignment, but he was the only one with no missed tackles last week, so we'll see how he goes. In this one, I'd definitely be playing him again and see how you go there. But anyway, we move on to the Warriors and the Cowboys. So we have... Reece Walsh, who's just been, you know, really, really good. Yeah, you know, just so silky. He's a great player to watch. He should have a pretty nice day out against the Cowboys. Just Jesse Arthur's. A few people mentioning him. He is definitely playing really well. So if you're looking to get some full wing fullback cover, he's centre as well then he could be a solid option for sure. Uh, but yeah, not, definitely not someone that you should be you know, sorting, you know, sorting, yourself, sorting your sights out for. Um, but he's going to be you know, solid anyway. They're a much better team with SJ, especially those guys on the right. So he's obviously going to benefit a little bit there. In terms of the rest of the guys, Aiken I think, is a hold this week, guys. And, and for a few more weeks, he hasn't lost any money. He's made a little bit. I think that's you know, enough, enough said to, um, for him to hold a spot in your side. Joshi Kahn moves back to the 13 role. Just some interesting ones here, the biggest one here. Adam Fanua Blake's been moved to the reserves for no reason other than it sounds like he's just been dropped. Same with Jazz Tavanga. We don't see Jazz on there as well. You look at the notes here. I just said he drops to the reserve list. So I'm not sure if anything's gonna come out on this, but Bradley Serena moves to the edge. Curran's in a lock, so Jazz is out with um, Murdoch masilla as well, so. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what's happening with those two. Let me know if you if you have any idea. And on the Cowboys side, we see Hamiso out with his you know month long injury, and Drinkwater gets his spot at the back, which I think is going to be solid. You know, hopefully he's been training a little bit there uh, in amongst six as well. Obviously six is more of a, a running role for him, um, so I think he's going to do well at the back. And it will be interesting to see this game and, and how close that it actually um, actually gets between those two teams. So yeah, really. Um, very interesting overall. Anyone else in the Cowboys team? I think Gilbert, you know, he gets that spot in the 11 again. I, think, I don't think you worry too much about him. I think he should be able to get some big minutes again. You know, obviously, Luki has played some big minutes, you know, throughout the year, whether it be 40 to 60, somewhere in there. And, you know, in two of those games, it didn't affect Tommy. So I think, you know, the same thing could happen again. Tanoil Brown moves into starting side. Lolo moves back into 13, and Cotter goes to interchange. So if he stays in that position... At number 16, I can see probably 50 minutes, and I think you can hold off on, on bringing him in. As much as he's going to be really busy, I think there's someone else you know, a little bit later down the track in this game that would be a better option for your side, and someone I've been pretty high on for a while, especially in the preseason. And that's going to be Kobe Hetherington. So we see Carrigan out. He's going to be out for four to six weeks there. We've got Kobe moving to 13. We also see Flegler out. So big minutes are available for the middles here in the Broncos, and that's going to be obviously Payne-Hass. It's going to be Hetherington. And then you're going to see some some mins for you know for Ryan James for Corey Jensen who you know aren't going to be playing big minutes. They're not guys that are going to come on and get fifty minutes. So I expect some you know fifty five ish minutes for Kobe. I'd say it would be really nice, even more if possible. So I, I'm putting him as probably close to the buy the week for Kobe. I'd probably almost have him over cooler just for the points production. I think cooler you can get a thirty odd maybe. At best, you know, let's just say at best, but it's going to be somewhere between a twenty and a fifty for Cooler, where I think Hetherington's pretty safely going to get you forty-five, you know, forty-plus, uh, you know, with upside to around that sixty mark. And you know, his make is it he has already begun the money-making process, even with that lower score last week. So I think he's probably a little bit more urgent. Unless you need some wing fullback cover, then you could go cooler. But anyway, we'll we'll explain that a little bit further when we when we deep dive into those guys. Uh, Billy Walters gets a six role as well So if you needed some uh, Har- and A halves player uh, Maybe an extra interchange player Then you could probably play Billy this week Even though it's up against the Roosters Who is going to be a, a fairly tough game But on, uh, on the Roosters side of things Nothing too much changes so I think Watson you could probably potentially move on If you wanted to from him There's a fair few guys doing really well uh, Same with Crichton He's on the bench again I think you can move on from him I'd probably hold off on Joey Manu Until a little bit closer to Origin you know, He's had his first amazing game um, probably is a good chance of doing it again, but obviously oh, he had the two tries, two tries. This you are not going to do that every week. Just be aware of that. We move to the Raiders, and nothing really changes on their side of the ball. Tom Starling's still there, Schneider's still there. They come up against Storm, so it'd be interesting to see if you know if if you'd play Schneider in this one. If you have you know if you are starting to build a pretty strong side, um, it might be very interesting if you want to play him. But he's had his lower thirty four this year, and, and he's been scoring really well, so might be ideal just to plug and play him. He's going to get plenty of tackles. Probably a few misses as well I'm not sure if there's going to be too much attacking side of the ball for, for the Raiders with with how good the storm's been going uh, but that's uh, they need to you know build their combinations a little bit better than what they have unfortunately at the moment but the storm side of the ball perhaps you know such a great player. you won't get hundred every week you probably won't do it this week against the Raiders I can see, you know it's always a little bit of a closer game between these two a little bit more scrappy um, which we've seen you know uh, with them against the sharks for example over the years so this you know you could see a bit of a closer game. In this one, Xavier Coates probably won't be doing anywhere you know, near as well as his forty-eight last week. Somewhere around the 30 mark with the still the odd trial tri assist would be there. I expect a much bigger game from Munster this week. And Hughes, I think, is definitely a hold. Harry Grant, we want you know be looking for a bigger game from him as well. And Josh King maintains the 13 role. So that might change, you know, on game day with Smith coming back into 13, but you know, Smithy's still getting that 50-odd minutes off the bench anyway. So you know, King's probably a fifty-minute guy. These days, and then somewhere around that 35 to 40, so you keep milking uh, him as a cash cow, he's doing really well. Okay, Bunnies and the Dragons. So this one here, if you're looking at the bunny side of things, I think Ilias is you know going to start making some cash now. Coming up against the, against the Dragons, he didn't do too well last week. I think he can get somewhere in that, in that 30s this week and potentially be a player that you can start in your 17. So very, very interesting call there, but I think he's definitely going to start making money, and I'll be holding on to him from here on in. Arrow, a few people looking at trading on. I think you can hold him for a few more weeks. He's had, uh, He's been moved around a fair bit um, with some of the injuries they've got. So if he can continue to play that 50-odd minutes in the middle, I'm expecting somewhere in the 45-ish range. So you know, still a tiny bit of cash to make if he's getting somewhere near that 50 mark. Um, but yeah, you, know, you can just plug him in as a decent scorer and not have to worry. But if, you, if you're if you looking to get to a Cleary or something, then of course you can use him. But I, I'm thinking he's yeah, a bit of a hold at the moment. Murray, again, if you're looking to pick him up, he's got to do well, naturally. Will he get 75 and 80 every week? Probably not, but somewhere around that 60 mark would be pretty safe, like you've seen with Curran, like you've seen with Isaiah um, you know, They have that couple of massive games, and then they come down to earth a little bit. So that's what I expect from Murray. Their interchange isn't too crazy. We've got Taf on the interchange, which is cool for him. Um, Davi Moale is in there, so he, you know, he's on, on watch with, with Nichols out at the moment. Do we end up working out how long he's out for? Um, yeah, I see Jackson Bolo as well. He's in the in the reserves, which is annoying after getting a concussion. So, Rainer in as well. Um, oh, Nichols, the African. Ex- oh, okay, he did Sindusmosis. So, yeah, David Moale over the next few weeks comes a bit of an option. If he can, you know, we can work out what how many minutes he's going to get. In terms of this bench here, you've got really the couple of middles with Moale. And and Knight, and then you've got host being that um that edge cover playing at 30-40 minutes. So if he can get anywhere over 30 minutes, he's got a great PPM and, and he's gonna get on um on everyone's radar for sure. The the dragons name the same squad and Amone is on the interchange, so I think you have to move him on. He's not gonna get the minutes that you need to, to do well, unfortunately. Titans and the Eels here, we, we you know Titans name the same squad, both Amores back after getting COVID, which is great, so I'd plug him straight back into your starting side. And they lose uh, Brian Kelly. So they got the Sammy and the you know, Paddy Herbert combination there, which will be fine. But I think the Eels can you know, put a bit of a score on him. Do you give Sexton another crack? I think you do. Uh, but if you're looking to get you know, use him to get the Cleary, I'm not going to be against that either. Those who are looking to move on for feeder, I completely understand. I'm um, not going to push you either way. Um, you, know, you can sit him as a hold. And if you need him to go to... Someone you really want or downgrade him or whatever, you can do that as well. I'm not going to push you against that. Just don't be chasing points like with, with Brown and Moses. Yes, they probably will do decent this week as well, but you can't expect 80 every week from these guys. So don't be chasing points. Reid, I think, is probably a sell. Uh, in this game, I can see him just distributing out to the, the wing, the, the edges there with Brown and Moses and, and you know, getting 35 tackles and getting a 40-odd score again. You watch, I'll trade him out there and you'll get 80 or Something like that But is what it is Papalii is always a great option Madison moves back to the bench Just be aware that that could change Getting um, into this game as well yeah, Potentially Sharks and the Tigers A couple more to go guys For our Sunday game They're playing really well There's no real need to, to change anything Talakai is in the centres again There's no signs of Connor Tracy At the moment Who will probably get his spot back And Talakai will move to uh, The interchange To come off, you know, come off the bench there just be aware of him that, yes, he could potentially score well, but if you look at his centre scores uh, over the years, they've never really been great. You know, A couple of you know, times he's come in off the bench and, and covered and stuff like that, um, but you know, plenty of 20s, plenty of 30s for him. So just be aware of that, that he's not going to do that every week. What he did, the 17 tackle breaks, but he did look in great form and, and has that potential, but just don't expect it at all times. Nico Hines, I expect a big bounce-back game for him. If you've got Teague Wilton... If you're sitting with Nakora, they're going to do well also. Yeah, this could be a big fantasy score uh, scoring game for the Sharks, I think. You know, with um, with Rami and Malatalo, all those guys doing well also. So that's that. On the Tiger side of things, you get a, another one week from Madden, and then you can work. We can work it out what to do from hit from there. Tulangi, this one was really interesting on on the notes here. And let me know if this is correct or not. But Tulangi has been included in the back row after failing a HIA last week and will be monitored ahead of the clash. Wasn't the shoulder? Let me know what you think, guys, and, and what's going on there. But it's a strange one. I'm not sure if it was HIA or if it was shoulder now. So um, let me know in the comments if you if you have any idea what was going on there. But if it's just HIA, then then we can plug him in. And, you know, probably going to be tackling a lot in this game. So if he can make 40 tackles and, and get us a decent score, whether we play him or not in our starting side, yeah, remains to be seen. But, yeah, very, very interesting with that one. All right. So Dogs and the Panthers. Let's finish this off this year. So we got... The dog side of the ball, we see Kyle Flanagan, so well done to him. Finally gets his chance to play. <laughs> the, the funny thing here is, well, it's not really, I don't know if it's funny or not, but why do they throw him in against the Panthers? Like, okay, yet yeah, they haven't, he, they finally have a halfback, a guy that can actually play halfback, and they throw him to the Wolves against the Panthers? I think that's just the most stupid thing. Like, you've already shot the guy's confidence, and then you're going to do that and, and play him against the Panthers, who they're going to get pumped. Like, they should get pumped in this game, really. So, yeah, just really painful to see that. But, um, yeah, good that he's got his opportunity, but annoying in that way. Avrilov's still in the centres. You know, Burden might have a tough game again, probably around that 40 mark. But if he can get any kind of attacking stats, he's going to get 50 plus, And I think he's definitely a hold. You know, I spoke about in the last pod that uh, following this week, you know, they've got a couple of easy ones, easier ones coming up through the bye period as well. He shouldn't be playing Origins. So he becomes a decent option there. Um, So a lot of people are going to look to pick him up in that time. He's not really losing any money at this point. He's still scoring okay, so a lot of the top teams still have him, so I wouldn't be stressed too much with him. If you're looking for Pengar Jr., he's not going to score like that every week, probably especially against the Panthers, so just be aware that you could probably hold off on him. He's not going to make too much money, even with a 50 this week, so yeah, just be aware of that. Maxi King still on the interchange, which is good. On the Panthers' side the ball, Tango, Crichton, May, the three brothers, absolutely killing it. Uh, yeah, May's definitely a decent option this week. He could go, go he could go nuts against the dogs this week. If he gets anywhere around a 60, he's going to make bulk cash over the next few weeks. Uh, and you can do something with that. Be aware that if you're waiting on Cleary, is a great chance that he scores a ton this week an 80 plus against the dogs and gets an early mark, an early shower, getting 80, 80 90, 100. Um, yeah, so just be aware of that. In terms of the forwards, Fisher Harris is back, which is great. Liam Martin's in there. Isaiah Yo. I can see this would be a game where Isaiah doesn't play the 80. I feel like he won't need to. They've got. You know, Sorensen, they've got Lenu, they've got Kenny to play through the middle there so I think that um, this might be one of those games. Hopefully you can do really well for your team before that happens but there you go, there you go guys, that's the team list for this week. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that video, got a lot out of it and we'll deep dive into a bunch of the buy hold sells, some of the guys, you know, especially the guys to buy um, You go into their stats in detail but I hope you enjoyed that please do like, hit subscribe, I really appreciate it and we'll catch you in the next one guys bye bye
1: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans.